Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. didn't actually try to do a podcast last night it would have been it would have been a waste of time (laughs) plus you're kind of drunk so i i knew that um (laughs) but at the same time i was like drunk or not these are not optimal conditions um i really hope that he just like calls it because I don't want to sit here anymore. Yeah, it was pissing me <laughs> off like two minutes in. I'm like, I didn't this is not gonna work. You, babe, you were like, oh, let me just mess with this real quick. And I'm like, why? We're talking. Like, that's all we were going to do. Like, we weren't trying to even record. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, let's just talk to Ben. Like, we'll just talk. We'll hang out. No big deal. It doesn't have to be a podcast every time yeah. we fucking call. And you were just, I'm sorry, I love you so much. But it was so funny. You're like, no, it has to be. We have to record him. And then you were like, well, and like that's, everything was the like The reason why I even agreed to it is because I was like, he must have some shit on his mind because he was pushing <laughs> no. the fuck. So, so. I told him to be, that was me. I was like, no, push Ben. Like we need to push, he needs to talk to us. Like, let's just talk and I'll hang out and give you a moment of all hanging out and talking. I wanted you to just hang out and talk, but- it would have been fun. It would have been a good like conversation. It just ended up not. It, it would have been a great conversation for no one to hear ever. Yeah. Which no. is fine. I mean, yeah. sometimes those are the ones that I remember the most. Or like, do you remember when we made absolutely no sense? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you do too? Okay, great. Yeah, that's the best. It's the no, best. most of the time I don't remember when I make no sense. I have to go back and listen to it and be like, oh, we, should, <laughs> oh. we shouldn't have put that one out. You all nobody wants to hear that. So no, I, I got to bug up my ass to talk about what you think about consciousness, because I don't think we've talked about that before. I I am. Are you conscious? I fucking hope so. Actually, <laughs> I hope not. I was going to say, actually, do you really? <laughs> no. No, nah, not really. Uh, Hopefully, so I, I wrote down some drunken notes. I don't know if it's going to help or not. But Did we'll... you write these down last night, babe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought we'll they were from out. today. No. All right, never mind. That's perfect. Well, let's, hear the, let's hear the drunk notes sober. These are, these That's are a drunk good idea. from Joe. Let's talk about the drunk notes while we're sober. <laughs> yes, I like that. It's a great idea. All right, go. What is it? 
What is consciousness? Is that what it says? Well, I'm, these are like bullet points, okay? <laughs> We're, we can just riff off what of them. What is it? What do no, you so, think it is? Yeah, man? exactly. That's why I want to know. Because uh, I know what you think. Uh, I don't know do what you? Ben thinks. What do I think? Wait, do you think it's something created by your mind? Like your brain creates you being conscious of yourself? Or do you think that your brain's more of like an antenna from wherever your consciousness is? Like, you know, like a video game or a avatar type of thing where this is your meat suit that you're using right now, but your consciousness is actually somewhere else and it kind of either gets reincarnated or recycled into different bodies, you know? Well, this this could go back into the idea of the Matrix just get plugged in, right? So Yeah, the Matrix describes bit. like literally everything. It's... Need... It, yep. Um... I don't know because I think that like a lot of things, whether it be our earth, our galaxy, our, it doesn't matter. I don't think that everything can be explained. And I, I there are like, even, even the idea of the matrix, there are times that I'm like, there are some things that just shouldn't be explained because, and there's a reason why science has not been able to explain them yet. And when it comes to consciousness, I, I, would align and parallel consciousness with that same thing that we talked about um, in, in the transhumanism episode about consciousness kind of being more like your soul. It's, it's like, if you die, you can't really save that. You can't really save that aura that makes somebody them. I would align consciousness with that because I know that you can make different arguments for people being at a higher consciousness and people not being as conscious, meaning that they are not as awake and they're not as open-minded and they're not as absorbent, shall we right. say. And so does that have to do with your brain, your meatball in your head, or does it have to do with something else that your brain is tapping into? I think that it's probably more a lot more like tapped into your actual brain for the same reason that we aren't completely sure how that all works. We have sections, but really, if you just look at it, it's like one big clusterfuck of wires sending elect electrical impulses. Uh, we yeah. could make that, but it wouldn't yet, yet it wouldn't be a brain and it wouldn't function independently. This is why the idea of taking somebody's consciousness and plugging it into an AI, I don't think will ever be capable because it would be literally making what makes a human being a human being. And that cannot be produced in a lab. So well, I wish I would have queued it up because there was a video that, uh, do you know who KRS-One is? No. Okay. So Sublime did a song about him. That's the only reason I know his name, but I saw okay. a video of him, a super fucking woke dude, giving this lecture on consciousness. In the and 80s? Like, I don't know what year it was. I'll have to find it and send it to you. But well, what, Bradley uh, died in 94, right? Something like that. Yeah, but KRS-One was like an old school musician guy, I guess. I've never oh, okay. heard of shit. I've just heard this lecture from him. But <laughs> So it's a, he thinks of it as the, it's called the like non-locality non theory where your consciousness isn't local to your brain. It's like what I told you, like the... Re antenna receiver tv receiver type thing sure so he i can't remember the whole lecture but he had this interesting thing that always stuck with me where uh he's like so say this in your head and he said a sentence and everyone was like supposed to say it in their head and he's like where is that voice coming from like you can hear it like whose voice is that is that your voice like 
when you say things in your head, when you're thinking, you're hearing that in your head. But where is that coming from? Because you're not hearing it with your ears. You're not. It's just all in your head. So how are you hearing that? Or like he's, he said to picture something, picture, you know, a mountain or whatever. You can literally see that as soon as you say, you know, it's like the old, uh, don't think about the pink elephant. As soon as you say that, it's all right. you can fucking see is a fucking pink elephant, but you're not seeing it with your eyeballs. You're seeing it somewhere in the screen of your brain. Well, I think that that could be said for the same, right. I mean, that could be said for the same thing as dreams, which you can do daydreaming as well yeah, and you can you remember can, them the next day as a picture that you never fucking saw even though technically most of the time dreams are not made up from anything in reality but there has been a science that said nothing that your that your mind comes up with in a dream is ever outside something that you have seen or experienced so for instance a face you know that you know that classic dream i saw you but you didn't look like you right <laughs> so like that idea is like you could see an extra that was very visible in a movie. And for whatever reason, that face that consciously you didn't remember seeing got stuffed away into your memory. And so in your dream, you're like, I swear to God, I've never seen this fucking face. I got a thing for faces and I've never seen this face, but that was Joe and it didn't fucking look like Joe. And I don't ever remember seeing that face before. It could be something as simple as that, but they have done a study where you can't, your mind doesn't create its own new faces the same way that you can't create a new color without no, seeing it before on the spectrum, right? Um, the only argument that I would have for that is that some people don't have that voice. Some people don't have inner monologues. Those they, are called so, uh, psychopaths. No, they're not. <laughs> they, uh, this guy did a study on it. I watched the whole video. He sat down and talked with somebody and goes, what do you think about self pep talks?" And she goes, I don't know what that is. And so he started talking to her and it was the whole thing was about the idea that he, not everybody has an inner monologue. Not everybody has that voice. And so he goes, so if I tell you something that you don't know, he goes, I, I don't think about anything in my head. I say it out loud. So like, for this girl, it, it'll blow your fucking mind. I'll have to, I'll have to get you the so video. She's talking to so I've seen loud. this before and I'm going to look yes. it up right now because I just yes. saw this. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that. That's um, I would say uh, definitely the exception. And maybe she doesn't have a soul. Was she perhaps a redhead? She was not. She was actually like a Hispanic brunette, I believe. Um, mm, she died it. <laughs> but uh, she doesn't have a soul. Than, more than likely redheads are sneaky. Some of the bitches that um, well, that's that's funny, too, though, because they uh the simulation theory like type of thing is like some of these psychopaths are actually uh, NPCs, you know, non-player characters. Yeah. Like they're in the game, but they're just kind of like rendered by the simulation to be part of your life, but you'll never see them again or whatever that there's a big theory about that with uh, like the school shooters and things like that, like yeah. utterly psychopathic things. And they were just NPCs that went off the rails and went against code or, you know, whatever. But I don't, I don't know what to think about that at all. Well, but. so one of the things that he asked her was he said, when you're sitting there by yourself, like most people are thinking and they're working through things. And it, it's definitely not a large percentage, but it's more people than you would think. It's the kind of people that are always doing something. 
It's the kind of people that don't sit still, that get diagnosed with ADHD because they have to be doing something with their hands. It's the idea that when they're sitting there to think out what it is that they're trying to process, they will be doing something, for instance, like instead of thinking it, they're writing it out. So the second that it's like, it's almost like there isn't a leeway. Sorry. There isn't a leeway between, oh, you guys are really lagging. What? It's lagging now? Real bad. Yeah. Eh, like you're how about now. You're frozen. Oh, okay. I can see you retarded now. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> so like, it's almost what? like they don't have that filter between it, the thought hitting them and then it being processed and how they achieve it. It's like if they start thinking they're writing it out or they're saying it out loud or they're carrying it out in one of those three forms and it can come to find out like it's a lot more common than people think. It's just the way that you interact with these people, you would never know that they aren't having an internal thought process. Um, so I don't know. Like she, he asked him too, like, do you dream? And she was like, no, I don't dream. That's and fucking bizarre. I don't know. I, I don't typically dream either. I, I don't typically dream. If I do, it's like an event. Like if I dream, it's like a holy fucking shit. I had a dream last night. Like That's I don't crazy. typically I dream, dream like every night. I don't. I, I don't really put a whole lot of stock in dreams either. I just think it's it's like a defrag program for your brain. You know, it's just kind of like sorting through different shit you saw during the day, which makes sense why your brain couldn't come up with in a dream what you like a new face or anything like that. Right. Well, so they the say guy's that name. So the guy's name really bored. quick. The Ryan Langdon, and it's Q and A with a person who does not have an inner monologue. Yes. For anyone who wants to listen to it. Yes. I. It's what? It's only like ten minutes. It's it's not very long. No. Yeah, but that's another. How do you believe that too? Like maybe this dude's bullshitting to get a YouTube video. Maybe. I mean, the, the, you like, can. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk to myself in my head at all ever. Okay, sure. Okay. Everyone's different. Though. I can see that it might be a thing. Everyone has weird stuff. I could, yeah, I could definitely see That's where it might be. Quite the exception, though. Yeah, it's like eleven minutes long, so eleven twenty-three. Okay. So my thing is, is that regardless of whether it's the exception or not, it's the idea that if okay, so that's a person, and that is how her brain works. So in the idea of what you were talking about with KSR one or whatever his fucking name was. Um, KRS one. the idea of him saying something you putting the picture in your head or the thought in your head or the voice in your head which although is not the exception that's normal still it's still what kind where are you going to draw the line on what you consider would be consciousness is it the idea that you can talk to yourself without audibly saying it or working through something because I'm a son of a I'm a son of a bitch at that I can literally go for hours pacing without saying a goddamn word working through shit in my head that I will never figure out. Maybe you should but make a YouTube me too. video. I'm the same way, Ben. I've <laughs> talked to you about this before. I'm we the should same have, way. We should have a Q&A with you. <laughs> you fucking freak. <laughs> Dude, it's... And I explained it to Jeremiah because he goes... He said something about, you know, I'm, I'm a guy, you know. I Like, she said it, and that was just the end of it. And I'm like, that is not how my head works, dude. I go, you have to understand something. I go, you know how many times you'll tell me a story of what happened in Iraq or Afghanistan? I said, I will literally be thinking about it for the next several hours 
just as a result of it being a crazy story I've never heard. I said, and now my brain is hurt lockering its own mental images to what you said you're doing with your face and pictures that I've seen on Facebook. And I'm collecting all this info. And I said, and I'm putting it into place and perspective. And he goes, Jesus, dude, that sounds exhausting. I go, you have no fucking idea. I was I, like, I think that actually proves reincarnation because you were definitely a female in a past life. Maybe most of them. I <laughs> pretty sure I'm a female in this life. Oh, stop. That's it. up for debate. But yeah. That's a sound drop if you want one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I do have room uh, for a couple more. Uh, no, but it's, it's crazy because it, when I watched that inner monologue video, I thought, there's no fucking way that this bitch is serious. And then I looked it up and it's a fucking thing. Sure, it's not the vast majority, but it's, it's, it's more popular than you think. It's just how they carry themselves. You wouldn't think they didn't have it. And I'm the exact opposite. So I'm like, I can entertain my, I can entertain myself for fucking hours, bro. Like everybody's talking about driving yourself crazy, like in um, uh, sense deprivation tank and stuff like that. And I'm like, I could just be there <laughs> like I could just could be, be there because you have a fucking overactive mind that you're just going to be like self dreaming the whole time. Yeah, you're, and you're probably, a great mental masturbator. Very good at it. I don't a get scary off on feeling, it. Though no, it's super scary because you can get sucked into it. Very badly. It just yeah, it just becomes a normal thing. Where I have to stop listening to music sometimes because I'll get lost in this like way that I want something to happen while I'm listening to a song. Like it's so stupid, and I'm like, okay, I need to listen to a podcast and just come back to reality. Or you could just not uh, real. smoke a doobie and call uh, it a day. No, that's uh, no, no. I see, mean, that, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't do it very often. I have to be like in a real good place because if I don't, it's either one of two things. If I want to enjoy it, I got to be in a good place. If we I'm puts trying, you in a good place. That's if the I'm point. A, if I'm in a bad place, I have to smoke enough to go directly to bed because otherwise this is what ends up happening is my brain is firing so goddamn fast all the time that we close it down. I can immediately dissect every single one of those miniature thoughts and I will get confused the fuck out of myself by 10 seconds because so many thoughts have happened that I am now thinking about independently that I can't remember which one I started with. And by 10 seconds later, I can't form a fucking sentence. Usually I'm just like for 10 minutes, uh, pizza. And then by 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get pizza. And it's actually been, you know, 30 <laughs> seconds. It hasn't been 10 minutes at all. That's an awesome, that's an awesome thing though, babe. Like I wish that I could do that. Yeah. I, ben probably does too. That's a thing that not everyone has. I would love to smoke weed and be like, yo, let's just chill, man. Occasionally I can, but it's so well, rare. What is <laughs> it made for? Thank you, God. So <laughs> you're right. Talk, no, you're right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about that idea of that inner inner thought process a little bit more, though. This, this has been something that has started to become a little bit more clear for myself is I can't multitask. I can't. I am very single task driven. And for me... I it's think the they've idea. proven that humans can't actually multitask. Like it's a kind of a delusion to think you can. <laughs> you just end know. up doing two things very shittily instead of one thing well. Or or you end up forgetting about one of the ones because you don't multitask as well as you profess to. Sure. But there are people that can literally keep up with, I think the maximum was seven thought trains at one point. Um, that's bananas to me. But most people can do two or three and four if they're in like a really heightened sense. Those are the people uh, that don't have inner monologues. They're fucking freaks. <laughs> so like, so like for me, I get along with already being fucking physically deaf 
is I get in trouble for not listening. And the majority, or as, as our incubator used to say, uh, selective hearing, right? So no, what ends up happening is, is that halfway through Jen's last sentence, I was still thinking about what I said about weed. So I didn't actually catch much of what you said. And this happens to me all the time is if somebody starts talking to me and I'm intently listening to them, they'll say something that I'm now running a thought with and I'll miss the next three or four sentences out of their mouth. So then I have to come back and go, I'm so sorry. I didn't hear that last thing that you said. And they go, oh, if you just fucking listen. And I go, I was, I was intently going on down a rabbit trail of something that you just said and I'm still fucking stuck on it. So would you kindly rewind? and say it again. I'm not saying I won't do it again. I'm saying rewind it so I can hear it again because I didn't hear you the first time. And, and I think you're doing therapy for our marriage right now. So babe, like I'm the same way as Ben. So when you tell me, I told you this the other day and I'm like, what? I like, said what it are you just talking? like that too. No, no, I'm sorry. She does a great impersonation I'm being an of asshole. my voice. Okay, I'm being a dick. Maybe it's because I was offended by the way you told me I never listened to you. So that's the way I'm projecting my thoughts right now. My bad. Hey, and if you'd like to mediate, go ahead. Too. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> So I do the same thing, Ben, and I will go down a rabbit trail. He'll say something and I'll be like thinking of something else. And I guess he's still talking. I don't mean it to be like that. But then later he's like, I just talked to you about this. Right. I'm like, so, oh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sure you were, but I was this thinking. This is how bad, this is how bad that the idea of consciousness can have on your, your, your little, like when you ask, is it more of your brain? This is why I think that it is very much tied to that because it can cause physical implications. So I have known for a very long time that when my brain is spinning for absolutely no, re like for instance, any physical symptoms may not have changed in my circumstance, but directly due to an inner monologue of extended thought process and freaking out inside, it can cause serious, serious physical side effects. So. So they talk about in different psychology settings, um, usually having to do with trauma, how much stress can cause memory gaps, like extensive memory gaps, where if you are completely stressed to your max for an extended period of time, you're talking like months, you will actually forget those months, where for a lot of people that they go through um, like childhood abuse and have abusive families and stuff like that, they won't remember much of their childhood. And then they have to go into certain kinds of therapy to actually unlock those memories. And they have something, I don't remember what's called interference or interface or something like that, where it's the idea of actually forcing yourself to relive them so that you can remember them because your brain remembers them, but it doesn't allow your memories to remember them. Yeah, it's the same thing with like a car wreck or something. People won't remember right. like anything. I was driving and then all of a sudden I was in the hospital. Even though they could right. have been conscious that whole time, their brain's like, it's, I got you, bro. We're, we're going to protect you from that one. Well, and there's also a correlation to that in sleepwalking. Like for instance, Katie's been sleepwalking ever since she got back from deployment. And it's the same loop that she makes every time. And when I've asked her about it, you know, she's like, I don't remember any of that. But if I, t I can talk to her and have a conversation with her while she's sleepwalking, so like when I was in my car accident, I, there's about a five minute gap that I don't remember everything else I remember, but there's about five minutes that I don't remember yet. I was completely conscious. <laughs> I was helpful um, during the whole thing. <laughs> and a good uh, boy. yeah, I apparently like after I flew out of the van, which is the last thing I remember 
was mid-air watching the van roll underneath of me, and then I blacked out upon like impact. So I lost probably like two seconds in the in, in air. The next thing that I remember was waking up on the side of the road and getting into the back of a four by four. Well, apparently in between there, which was only a couple of minutes, I got up like the walking dead out of the middle of the wheat field, came back over to the car, helped him extract the driver who was bleeding everywhere. And so in my consciousness, the last thing I remember was flying through the air and then waking up on the side of the road post helping him get her out. So when I'm getting into the back of the car, I lay down in the back of this thing and I look at my hands and they're covered with blood. And I looked like this and I was in shock. So I looked at it and I went, this is mine. And they looked back and they're like, no, 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 that's not your blood. That's that's Taz is like, it's not yours. Don't worry about it. You helped get her out of the car. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I remember like she died, but you're good. Well, that's the thing. So she got a massive concussion. She had 24 staples in her dome. She ended up having headaches for the next like 10 years. She doesn't remember the two and a half hours leaving the airport prior to that. And I walked away with by far the most injuries, but I remember everything except for like three minutes. So about a month ago, just by internal thought process, I don't remember about 20 minutes during a day. Um, I had had a conversation and for whatever reason, my mind severely honed in on this one part to where I don't remember driving back onto base and I don't remember getting home and unloading the kids and like all of this stuff. And then I, I, I came back, shall we say, in a weird area of the house, not knowing why I was there. And so for the first time, I was like, that's a stress-induced memory gap. But it all happened by strictly going to this place in my head and re- this revolving door, like a hamster wheel, gearing up and winding up so fast that I, I, I don't remember anything else outside of that. So like, when it comes to the idea of your consciousness, it, it, I would say that it has definitely a lot more to do with your brain, but it can also severely impact without anybody ever being able to peer inside of that and that inner monologue and that inner voice that has a conversation with you to have physical consequences outside of it. Well, it's kind of like getting a, if your radio was kind of fucked up, you know, like it's not going to get the stations in as well. That's, no. how, that's how I think of it. So <laughs> a good idea. if the radio is your brain and it gets, you smash it with a hammer, uh, a la concussion, it's not going to pick up the stations very well anymore. It's just going to sit there like a potato. It's going to sit there and static. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of short out for the rest of its life. So there, there's your vegetable. So that's, that's why I think of it like that. But, Oh, I was going to look at, my, I was looking at my notes and um, we probably don't have to cover them. Uh, I'm going to read them anyway. Do animals have it? So animals are definitely conscious, but not the same way we are, right? A consciousness, uh, right. Same with, same with plants. Uh, they've not proved that they've had consciousness, but they've done a ton of different studies about like, I don't even, you're the plant one. What? So I'm going to have to look up her name. My biggest pet peeve is when people say they've done a study. Like if you're going to say they've done a study, you have to fucking tell me who the they is. Or this I'm is not legit bat. We don't know anything. anything you say. Well, right. and I don't well, remember half. Do it yourself. Unlike a paper where if I was doing actual research, half the time I watch a, a YouTube video where they name the source and I'm not going to fucking remember the source. Like for instance, <laughs> like that, like that video that I, that I, that you ended up finding about the inner monologue. Like I know it was fucking out there. 
but I couldn't that's fucking what tell I mean. you the like, source. I'm not going to, this isn't an MLA paper. I'm not going to cite my sources. That's fucking boring, <laughs> first of all. And if you want to know more about this, you have the same access to information I do. It's called Google. It's in your phone. It's on your computer. I, I just don't know how much you should trust of it, just to be I, fair. but I know I saw it. I'm not going to find it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I heard it somewhere. That's enough. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is gay. Okay. Whatever. So the, he is. the lady that I heard on Radiolab is Monica Galliano. Gagliano. It's, I don't know how to pronounce it, but she did a study about learning in plants. And it was my favorite episode that I ever heard because I had never heard anything like that before. And I was just okay. learning how to not make plants die by growing them. Um, but she did a study where she took, a, she did three different studies, but one of the coolest ones was that she took a, it's like, it's a kind of mimosa plant that the leaves curl up. I, I forget what they call it. It's something where you touch the leaves and they curl up instantly. Huh. You've never seen that plant before? Mm-mm. Oh, so it has, it's like a reaction in the plant. It's like a protection. And that's what we think plants do. They, the leaves expose themselves so they can get sun and then they curl in at night. And that's just what plants do so they can survive. It's just a reactive thing. So she did a study where she took the mimosa plant and she set up a really cool thing where she dropped them just a little bit and they curled up when it was dropped, but it was safe. So they didn't break or it didn't hurt the roots or anything like that. So she did it over and over again. And she had, I think a little less than 30 days to do it. I think it was like 28 days maybe. But so she did it every day, but after a really short amount of time, maybe a few hours or even a day, the plant stopped reacting when it was dropped. And then it stopped reacting every single day for the entire 28 days. It never ever reacted again when it was dropped. So she thought, oh, maybe it's just learning that. So she took it and she shook it and it did react and it curled up. So it had learned that dropping is not bad, but shaking is still bad. So it was processing the difference between two stimuli. Like it was really super interesting. She also played the sound of water. So the other study that she did was she took a two, uh, two plants and she played, or she took a plant and she played next to one side of it. She played the sound of water. And then on the other side was like an empty pipe and the roots grew towards the sound of water Oh wow! every time. So it grew towards the water the first time, I guess. Then it grew towards the sound of water. And then she took, she tried to do another study where she had pea plants and she put them in a dark room and she turned on the light and then blew a fan and they grew towards the light, obviously. They grew towards the light every time like they always do. You've seen that before with yeah. little baby plants. So she did that. And then she eventually didn't turn the light on. And she just turned the fan on. And they grew towards the fan every time. That's crazy. And yeah. I've, I've, heard, I've heard different stories about like, you know, playing music in, in different sounds and stuff like that to, to plants. It's like, well, how are they hearing it? You know, and then it's like, well, it could just be the vibrations of the music. Definitely. Yeah. And stuff like that. Right. Well, yeah, they don't have ears. They don't have a brain that right. we know of. And she even says in the episode, she says, oh, the human brain is overrated. She said, we we only think the human brain is so great because it's all we know. It's what we have. So we think we're the highest thing. Sure. Like we have a brain, but plants are learning too. 
because of the studies that she's done, she believes that plants are also learning in their own way, but they don't have a brain that we can see or that we can find. So yeah, it doesn't mean they don't have neural networks though, too. I guess they've figured out that your stomach has like more neural connections and synapses than your brain does, which is nuts. That's why they always say, Oh, I just felt it in my gut. You know, like I just had a gut feeling. That's because you probably actually are literally thinking with your gut somehow. Well, that's why I don't think it's uh, consciousness couldn't be described by your brain because there's so many other things that feed into that. Maybe our consciousness is just us knowing that we have consciousness. Maybe all the other consciousnesses are just doing kind of like an NPC type of thing where they're just doing what they're programmed to do without realizing it. We're doing what we're doing, kind of realizing it as far as we can, at least. Well, I, I think that that goes... I think that that goes into just normal everyday life. I mean, how much of what we do, it, it, even I, this is, it's funny because this just popped in my head as I looked up, um, is the idea of how many times do we go through our daily routine, even if we're not doing our routine, is our routine. So like where you put different um, wall art, where it has to be spaced, things like that, the way that you hang it, everything that we do from the time that we're really small is all based off of a standard. So like you're not really thinking about it in the way that like I should put that there. Like you just do it without really thinking about it because that's how you have been trained to think, which is why that goes back into the simulation theory type. I was going to say that's why we don't decorate. We were never trained that. (laughs) <laughs> you're just running some uh, a sequence of zeros and ones and you don't know why you're just fucking doing it right and when it's in the right sequence then something happens the way that it's laid out in the sequence um i don't know like i was uh i've been reading that book recently and uh it talks about how much was it that one book that somebody wrote because i'm not listening anymore because i don't know what your source is um (laughs) it's uh it's the book on abandonment that i got through the leading it's she's like the leading expert on the subject uh her name is susan anderson (laughs) yeah dick Um, i'm I'm reading it too so ben was like specifically talking to me and i feel really bad because you wanted to be so mean right you're like i'm reading that book but joe doesn't know what that book is no i'm just reading it neither does anyone else no i meant that book as in like without doing a name drop that was all i meant i I wasn't speaking to you oh Um, thank you fine yes Fair enough. Uh, just to be honest, uh, <laughs> but no, they they talk about how how often like uh, mass things in your brain and where they're located and stuff like that have a huge impact without even you knowing it on uh, orpinephrine um, and glucocorticoids. I believe what they're called. Um, like all of these different hormones and other things that happen based off of a thought that might just run through your head, which has, I've always wondered this about thinking, where do thoughts that you've never had come from that part from your fucking antenna? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) 
So my my thing is that I'm like because you're dimensional beings. Yeah, that too. Attachments, demon attachments. Yeah. yeah. Demons. It's fucking demons. We're being serious, but keep going. I know. No, I know you are. Um, so people have talked about like um, when you have like sociopath, well, psychopaths, but they they think of things on the same level that we don't, right? So like they think, okay, I got to poop. I got to shower. I got to kill that guy. And then I got to take out the trash, <laughs> right? So, uh, okay. <laughs> right. So they put it just on the same playing field. They're like, oh, uh, I have man. an 11 o'clock murder. Can we reschedule that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, that guy cut me off in driving. Like I have to kill him now. Like shit. Like fuck, obviously screwed up my day. Actually, um, we all kind of think that we just don't actually do it. But that, right. So, well, that's but difference. that's, yeah. that's the difference, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, they don't have that. They just like, well, you got to die now and it's going to happen. And then I got to dismember you. And, and then I don't have to worry it. about you cutting me off ever again. Cause you, yeah. And here. you won't ever. And sometimes they even think like, and then, and then you can't ever cut off anybody else again. Yeah. I'm helping. So, uh, <laughs> like people are constantly having thoughts. And this is one of the things that they talk about, you know, uh, like there's a reason why, unless it's harm to yourself or others, therapists have a, a confidentiality, you know, agreement that literally nothing, you could say the worst shit. And I've seen this by talking to one person that was a uh, psychologist for the state. So she didn't have clients. She just got paid salary by the state and they sent her clients usually from the prison. And so she heard everything and she was like, yeah, she was like, and unless they are directly saying like, I'm going to hurt you, I'm going to hurt myself. Yada, yada, yada. They can't fucking say anything. Right. So like, the idea that some of these thoughts that you've never had just suddenly pop the fuck into your brain. It's like, where did that come from? By any stretch, by any stretch of the word, like, where does it come from? Because well, you if you're a materialist, you, they, they think that it's just synapses firing in your brain that created that thought. And there's that thought, but that doesn't make any sense for like creative people, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. I don't like, I, people that just, wake up in the middle of the night and write lyrics to a song like really that just some random firing off of neurons in your brain created this uh stairway to heaven really that's what happened right maybe I mean, I, that's, yeah. but then that kind of goes into the idea uh, in, in that specific instance of like okay so then are your dreams really as just mundane and just kind of as dreams are supposed to be because they say that dreams are supposed to be your brain getting bored so it's creating stories for you which is why they happen sometimes multiples every minute you know and stuff like that faster than you can even think one dream that felt like for hours in your dream state is really only a couple seconds it was a snooze cycle in your alarm clock i've had that happen if your brain if your brain gets (laughs) bored without you knowing about it that's just as scary like that's fucking agreed Right, Agreed. that's so, just as weird. So, which one? So then, which one are we so, going to go with? so correlate that with the idea of these people waking up writing lyrics, or the idea that all of a sudden this book that they've wanted to writ- write and they couldn't find an ending to, suddenly they wake up with ex- the perfect ending, and so then they go and they write out the ending to their book. The both of those, I go, that can't just be random things. So now, I, now you're talking about the consciousness being its own kind of separate entity, right? So if it's its own separate entity fuck is it doing while i'm sleeping because i can tell you right fucking now there's a lot of shit i did while i was sleeping that i really wish my conscious 
told me not to fucking do. So you have I, a bad I, connection between you and your uh, player. It's the fucking worst. Like there are so many times where I'll wake up. Like everybody's had the dream where they've woken up in like a, like a really like anxious state, whether it be that their dream had somebody they know that died in the dream or they were falling off of a cliff in the dream. Take any of the fucking classics. Um, and like you wake up and you're like, Ooh, and then like you're sweating already. And like your body's producing like all of these like chemicals and, and reactions and stuff to something that you weren't awake for, but yet it was still happening. So yeah. Cause your limbic system doesn't know the difference between what's actually happening and what's just rattling around up there. Exactly. What's just rattling around up there. Right. So your consciousness is still fucking working constantly, even though it's like, yeah, our hum our humans night we got some shit to do back here. Uh, your brain's got, just an asshole sitting up there like, oh, <laughs> yeah. what can we do today? <laughs> yeah, we got to fucking clean up on lobe three over here. Let's make <laughs> this dude piss on the couch in his sleep. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, or my Xbox. Um, <laughs> I think that's why dreams are so boring, though, when people are like, let me tell you my dream. It was crazy because you're telling an emotion. You're You're trying to describe the things that happened, but it's never... Right. You're never going to be able to really convey what was happening. We kind of it's all in the feeling. I know you weren't there for that one, but we kind of brought that up on the DMT episode about how yeah. trying to describe a dream is the same as like a acid trip I or something. Yeah, I listened you to can't, it. Yeah, you can't really describe it with the wordy words. You know, yeah. you have to experience it. You have to experience it. it, and you can't. So well, right? Because in in the idea of like a dream or a dream state, you're not actually doing it. You're not physically doing it. As a matter of fact, fit. You're not even actually. You're not even actually seeing it. It's just in your brain somewhere. You're watching this movie of some fucked up shit that never happened and never will happen and isn't happening. But it's producing some fucking shit. And, and somehow it's is, stored to your hard drive and you can recall it in the morning. Well, so sometimes we haven't told the story in a long time, but this is a perfect example of this. And I, I know that you've told Jen, but I'll just say it for <laughs> our listeners uh, is <laughs> the idea that when... <laughs> When Joe and I were younger, we had this specific level in uh, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Okay? Right. So it was this whole idea that you lost Yoshi halfway through, but then when you got through these little things to get on the other side, there was a key stuck behind a completely walled-in area. And it's like, how are we supposed to get that out, right? We went fucking went to bed that night. And Joe woke me up at like fucking six o'clock in the morning and was like, dude, I know how to get the key out. And I'm like, okay, bro, we've been working on this for like two days, you know? <laughs> so then we go out there and he crouched with Yoshi while on Yoshi and then just went hippity hoppity hippity hop all the way through. And then got like all the way through, like halfway through this level, just like squished down where you're not supposed to be able to run. Yeah. And then was like, Bleh. and like stuck his tongue out, got the key and was like, holy shit, it fucking worked. And I was all, how'd you figure that out? And he was like, I dreamed it and i was all <laughs> no fucking way dude so like it's funny because that never happened like before it happened you didn't actually watch somebody do that this is before you had youtube google and all that stuff so it's not like it ever actually happened but your brain was like i, I got, got you shit. bro yeah we he got... had crouched before he had ridden yoshi before he knew how the tongue worked so his brain was kind of putting it all together in the background it's a defrag yeah. Yeah. Awesome. i was all that's probably the okay 
So that's probably the only, the only real world scenario I have of like dreams coming true is the idea that like Joe had a dream that literally solved a problem on a video game that we had been stuck on for like two days, exactly the way that you were supposed to do it. And I was all, I, I've never had that kind of replication. I've I never... think it's because my brain was so pissed about me constantly thinking about it for two days <laughs> that it was like, okay, Jesus Christ, we'll figure this out tonight. Okay, go to sleep and I'll uh, pop that in there for, for you in the morning. <laughs> like, Stop fucking the... thinking about it. <laughs> what is, what's the movie Inside Out when, when the little people that are up in the brain, they oh, have yeah. a bright idea, they plug in the light bulb and then it shows the person outside go, <laughs> and i'm like that's what your brain did to you it was like fucking we had it all along like fucking plug it in okay so up. we pretty much covered all of it the other two we can just gloss over because uh i'm pretty sure you don't know what panpsychism is fucking no all right next uh <laughs> so my drunk notes the the very last one just says neurons slash galaxies and uh <laughs> Baby, from what I deep last night. For, from what talking. I remember with what I was going with from those notes, um, everybody knows that galaxies and orbits look like atoms, you know? Yeah. Looks like atoms around a nucleus and all that. I yeah. thought about that when I was super young and I thought I was a uh, very original. I was like, holy shit, those atoms look like a solar system. <laughs> I was a pothead way before I was a pothead. But uh <laughs> So it is it is weird though if you think about it, like we talk about that all the time about uh if you zoom out of our galaxy it looks like a fucking atom and the neural activity could be asteroids or whatever the fuck else is going in between there. So that was just my uh fucked up thoughts last night. So we can uh, we can skip past that but so like, maybe so maybe like, that's for another time. Are you saying that we're like one like microbial part of like a bigger human or entity? I yes, was saying that exactly. I was saying that the other day. I was we're, like, "We're the so neurons in the brain of God." Us, yeah, I was like, "What if inside us, inside our bodies, we have tiny little, you know, neurons spinning around and little galaxies in there? Are a whole civilization of humans inside our bodies right now? And we're just like, fuck you! I'm taking a vaccine and I'm gonna okay. fucking destroy and that, you.' That's so, the asteroids coming in. Blah. So then, a shout out to the whatever big guy I'm in or we're in, uh, go ahead, take that shotgun, get your toe strap. I want to see some, I want to see some asteroids fly. <laughs> we're all <laughs> in the same one, whatever thing we're in, if we're in a thing, we're in the same one. I mean, if that's the, the what you want to go, with. I know, I know little, little, uh, duplicating microbe cells in a big thing. And that's in a bigger thing. And but because we're the so universe small, is fractal though. So it's not much of a stretch. Right. What if we're in the ball sack? I think be. some of us are. I guess we'd all be in the ball sack. Fuck, we're on the same planet. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what? It would be all of us. Like, what if we are all? What if that big Milky Way is just the ball sack? I, I would. I wouldn't even give it the benefit of the doubt of the the ball sack. I think we're in the asshole. We are the rectum of this galaxy because this is shit right now. There's shit going on everywhere. At least the tank is sliding out. We're we're shit adjacent. So. Oh, oh, that's just, so. <laughs> we're just that's so waiting, offensive waiting for the shit to fall down that might be a good place to end <laughs> we are shit adjacent why is adjacent such an offensive word in that statement because <laughs> like, it's, it's shit so, 
it's an so offensive close. word next to there. a non-offensive word. You're not good enough to be the shit. You're just shit adjacent. You're right next to it. You kind of oh suck. God. It's like you're, our four-star review. You're shit adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, fuck that, that guy. guy or girl. Oh, yeah. Jinx, you're right, cool. yeah. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good place to end it. Shit. Yeah, I, I got nothing else. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Okay. Bye.